Hey, it's Pat. I want to make sure you know about an upcoming event we're calling the Backstage Brainstorm. I do this show every day to bring people together so we can grow our businesses with one another. The next step is to join us for a brainstorming meeting. I want to meet you. I want to get to know you and your business. And I want to introduce you to the Idea Slam feedback and brainstorming sessions that we do inside the Idea Collective. It's a totally free, totally fun event. Click the link and you can sign up and be our guest. The Backstage brainstorms coming up next on September 27th. All right, let's start the show. Good morning and holy August, Batman. Welcome to Small Business Mornings. It's on the air. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time with us, howdy. This is the daily meeting for small business founders everywhere. So I'm glad that you've joined us because together we're going to start our day, get all sorts of positive, and then go make all the money. On today's show, we've got some really fun stuff to talk about and one deep thought question. So let's just get into it, shall we? Uh, our news today is pills, peewee, and subs. We have a historic meme of the day. I came across a meme and it, uh, really inspired me and I really wanted to share it because it's historic and it has something directly to do with this show. Uh, I'm thinking about changing my name. We'll have that in the news. And the Savannah Bananas are coming and we have our Idea Slamathon date set. And we're this close to being ready for you to reserve your time during the Slamathon as we raise money for the Islands of Brilliance. So if you're with us this morning, can you tell us hello inside the chat and say good morning? Because that way I just don't feel all so alone and fragile in my basement. Love to know that you're there with us this morning. Also, just want to remind you that we podcast this show every single day. So in case you can't find your way to our live stream, uh, you can hear the show on demand inside your uh, pocket computer here because we're podcasting now. Just click that link and the podcast will show up right to your phone. We've got some Facebook users that are with us this morning. Uh, and, oh, this one's wonderful. You're a mom. I guarantee you that's my sister. Hi, Shell. How are you? And then, hey, I bet that's Michelle Vandehey. Love you. So if you do want your name to show up with your comments on Facebook, click that QR code, and that way it will give Facebook the authorizations to go with the restream, and they clear it with the fin, uh, government of Finland or however they do it. But you got to click that little link, and that way we can say uh, that it's you. But for those of you that wait in, good morning. Great to see you. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, let's get into the news, shall we? So uh, again, I looked over the news this morning. Very little that needs to be shared because it's all about, uh, you know, uh, corporate stock prices and a bunch of BS we don't care about. But I did find a few stories that I thought were worth having some fun with. And good morning, Nikki. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. So here's the first story. Dr. Bezos will see you now. Amazon announced back in November of last year that they were going to begin offering telehealth sessions. Well, it is now rolling out and it's coming to a browser near you. So they're going to offer Amazon Clinic. I mean, it's only a matter of time until Amazon does everything on the planet, right? They're already selling everything on the planet. But now they're going to offer Amazon Clinic, which is going to be telemedicine meetings for, you know, us when we need it. 
Now, why would they do this? Now, think. Think like you're Amazon. Think, 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 think. Healthcare is, I forget the stat, one of the top three, top two. It's like the biggest or one of the biggest industries in the U.S. So they need to find a way to get in there. This is the way in. Because not only will they get your health records, hello, they'll also be a part of your healthcare decisions and prescriptions. Because when you meet with a telehealth provider, they can write a prescription. And all that could be filled at, you know, wherever you go to get your prescriptions or it could just show up at your door with all the other crap you're ordering from Amazon, right? The ultimate convenience. Hey, uh, I'm not feeling that good today. Oh, you're going to send me pills? Great. Ding dong. Oh, hey, my pills are here, right? I mean, this is where this is all going. So if... You don't have a current healthcare provider. This could be a real godsend. And it's going to shorten the amount of time it might take for us to get our pharmacies or wait to get in to see a doc to see a doctor. And while there's part of me that's like, okay, this is a big corporate play, the other part of me says, I like capitalism. And what does capitalism do well? Capitalism puts pressure on other people that offer the same services. So here comes the person on the planet that's figured out how to sell you stuff. And they've said, you know what? Let's go into this healthcare sector. What do you think all the other healthcare companies are going to go? Crap. We got to get better. It's possible that this might improve. It may not. It may just be a giant money grab. But... It may put pressure on people to up their game and improve the healthcare experience for everyone. Look out for that. Amazon Clinic. It's either up today or it's going to be up today. We don't know when Jeff Bezos is going to get it up. Just thought I'd just pause there for a minute. How about we go to the next story? How about big money? No whammies. So we talked a few weeks ago, what was it, two weeks ago, about the Powerball going over a billion. Now the Mega Millions is over a billion dollars. Hello. So that drawing's tonight, by the way. So again, if you like free money and you'd really like to be a almost billionaire, then you need to go grab your ticket because the Mega Millions is coming out uh, tonight. Big deal. And uh, this one made me very sad. The other piece of news that I want to hit on today Gosh darn it. You know, this made me so sad. Paul Rubens, the actor who played Pee Wee Herman, he died yesterday after a private battle with cancer. He was 70 years old. That's shocking because he always looks so young. But this just made me sad because Pee Wee was just one of my favorite all-time characters. You know, just so creative and so different than anything else that was ever out at that time. Pee-wee's Playhouse, I was of the age that watched Pee-wee's Playhouse and loved Pee-wee's Playhouse. And Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Don't Fight Me. That's one of my favorite movies ever. And I watched it, I don't know, like three or four years ago. It still made me laugh. It still held up. Pee-wee, for us, we can look at him as true um, 
true art, truly unique, like no one else. And now, 40 years after he invented the character, the guy passes away, and we're celebrating his art. Inspirational, Pee Wee Herman. And sad, 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 sad. Darn it. Okay, now this one, changing stories off of death. We've had a lot of death on the show lately. Let's talk less about death. Let's talk about a promotional idea. And this one is, uh, well, I'll let you judge it, okay? Subway has a new promotion. Subway's new promotion is change your name legally to Subway and you could win $50,000 in Subway gift cards. Now look at those two. Hip, young, trendy. I guarantee you they've never eaten at Subway in their life. Neither of them has ever put a Subway sandwich in their face ever. Look at them. Like I can see, I can hear the marketing meeting. Can't you hear the marketing meeting? Okay, we need something that's going to go viral. Yes, viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something the Gen Z can really, you know, sink their teeth into. Yeah, yeah. What if, what if, right? So they come up with this idea, change your name to Subway. And that's their promotion. So would you change your name to Subway for $50,000? Not in cash. (laughs) No. $50,000 in Subway gift cards. That's a prize, right? I think it's funny because even if you had $50,000 in free Subway, when's the last time you thought to yourself, you know what I could really go for? I could go for Subway. No, you settle for Subway. That That should be their line. Settle for Subway today. Doesn't that sound like where you want to go? Uh, there's a Subway right here, right? Right? It's just, you just end up there because it's just convenient and whatever, just whatever. Let's just settle for Subway. I want to point out one thing though. Computer enhanced this. Look at this. Look at that guy. When I saw this story, Subway Jones. I just laughed. I laughed for minutes on end at this dude who's probably an aspiring model, right? Has a dreams of being some Marvel superhero. And there he is on the web forever. Subway Jones. Look at that guy. Subway Jones. I'm the perfect candidate to change my name, by the way. I could enter this contest and I could win because, maybe you don't know, my first name is James. Pat is my middle name. So I could be Subway Pat Miller. No one would ever know. Subway Pat. Kind of sounds like a professional poker player, doesn't it? Ooh. Ooh, he's got pocket jacks. Oh, Subway Pat is all in. Doesn't it sound like a poker player? does. All right. So if you want to enter their contest and win subwaynamechange.com, and maybe you can be like our friend Subway Jones there. How about our meme of the day? Our meme of the day is historic. Our meme of the day, check this out. See that picture? Subway Pat has his back to the camera. And then there's a bunch of 
radio-looking dude staring at you. Now, this is an historic picture. This was from 2015, I think. It's the first ever idea slam. Ever. So if we haven't met, we do something in the Idea Collective called the Idea Slam, which is a brainstorming meeting where we all get together and solve problems and capture opportunities. And I lead them, and they're a lot of fun. And we come up with great ideas and have a good time. This picture is from 2015 when I still worked in radio at WTMJ in Milwaukee. I was the director of marketing and innovation for the station, which meant I was in charge of coming up with ideas for the salespeople to sell and also helping people get more listeners to the stations and all that kind of stuff. Well, we were the flagship of the Milwaukee Brewers, which meant our folks uh, broadcast the games to all of the stations across the state. And what you're looking at is a room full of all of the bigwigs, all of the bigwigs for the station, all of the bigwigs for the company, all of the bigwigs for the network. And if you notice, they're all on one side of the table. I'm on the other side of the table because this was the first ever idea slam. And our mission in this meeting was, let's find a way to create $1 million in new revenue for the network. Why am I sharing this? One, I thought, you know, maybe you'd like to see the first idea slam. This was the first ever idea slam and I still was working in radio. But two, Yesterday, we talked about taking risk and doing things when you're scared. And I was really nervous to host this meeting because I'd never hosted a meeting like this before. And it was with all of the hoo-hahs of the radio stations. Like this was like the everybody that was anybody. They were all there. And the thing I said yesterday came true in this meeting. Every good thing in your life is on the other side of taking a big risk. Because I remember thinking, walking into this room, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this and what's going to happen and uh, they're going to think I'm weird and all of those things. And it it was terrifying, but we did it and it went well and we ended up making more money for the network. And I'm convinced I would not be sitting here right now. I would not uh, be running the Idea Collective, helping people solve problems. We wouldn't be doing an Idea Slamathon, raising money for the islands and brilliance. We wouldn't be doing any of that stuff if we didn't have this particular meeting. This particular meeting inside the radio station, 2015. So shout out to Tom and Wex and Brooks and Carl and all the folks that are in that picture. Mark Halverson, my dear mentor. Uh, all of those folks in the meeting helping us come up with ideas. Okay, let's talk about something different. Let's do our question of the day. So I played golf yesterday. It's pretty awesome. Had my best round of the year, thank you very much. Uh, Still can't putt. If I could putt, I'd be dangerous. But yeah, had a good time. And during the golf round, I played with John Cornell and Chris McArdle and Greg Fritsch, and I'd never met Greg before. Well, Greg works with businesses when they go into receivership or they're really having big-time financial problems, he comes in and he fixes them. And I was asking him, what are some of the common things that happen to businesses when they end up in that really bad financial position? And what he said I thought was pretty thought-provoking. So I'm going to ask you for the question of the day. He said, most of the businesses that end up in that spot, they don't realize how bad things are until it's too late. That they wake up one day and realize, "Uh uh-oh, 
we're screwed. And I thought about it thinking, well, we don't have a Greg to come in and ask us questions, and many of us are solopreneurs. So the question of the day today is, what are the questions you ask yourself to stay on track? Because sometimes we have to have thought exercises with a little notebook and a cup of coffee, and we have to like reflect on what's going on. Because if we don't stop and take our temperature, we just end up businessing our way into wherever we end up. So what questions do you ask yourself to stay on track as a solopreneur? And I thought today was an especially good day to do it because it's August 1st. August 1st. We got seven months of the year out of the way. We've got five months of the year left. If you're running a little bit behind for the year, you still have time to make it up. But... If you don't start making some changes, you're going to wake up and it'll be Halloween and the year is over. So we still got a little bit of runway left. What should we be thinking about today? What are the personal questions you ask yourself to stay on track? So I'll give you some examples. And this is something that maybe you can think about um, as you're working on your questions. Uh, Gek, good morning, my friend. Thank you for tuning in. Okay. So one question I would ask you to ask yourself pretty consistently is, what's my margin on this? Stopping your business to reflect on, hey, I made a sale. How much am I going to make? It's something we should know. We should know that for every single thing that someone buys from us, every service that we perform, every everything. But stopping to ask, all right, I sold that for $100. That means I get to keep 32 or whatever it is. But you need to know that. My question to you is when's the last time you asked that question of yourself? What is my margin on this? And I think today would be a damn fine day to think about that because you may need to um, adjust. You may need to increase your prices. You may need to cut some expenses, but you need to reflect on How much are you making on this sale? Another question comes from uh, a conversation that we had last week. We talked all about shrinkflation. If you didn't see that show, I went and bought some Cheez-Its, and they were the same price that the Cheez-Its always were, but there were way fewer Cheez-Its in my Cheez-Its box, and I was really pissed about it. So instead of being Cheez-Its, it was Cheez-Its. But it inspired me to talk about shrinkflation inside small business to reflect on, I do all these things for clients. Do they really care? Like, do they care that I'm doing 22 different things or or are they only buying 14 of them and I'm doing the other eight because it makes me feel good or I think I need to? So I think a good question today to ask yourself would be, okay, what do I do for clients? And do they really care? It's a good question, really. Because there are a lot of things that we do that they really don't care about. And we are over-serving. Meaning if those products or services went away, they probably wouldn't even know that they're gone. So that's another question I think you should ask today. Do they really care about everything that I'm providing? Sarah Deacon has a great question that she's put in the chat here. What did I like? What will I do differently in the future? Which is a great reflection question 
to think about, okay, I did the thing and what went well, what did I like? And then what will I do differently in the future? And knowing what um, Sarah does as an MC and a coach for young adults, you know, she can reflect on how she's doing what she's doing and continue to iterate her business and her services moving forward. Great point, Sarah. Thank you for including it. Inside my task manager, you've heard me go on and on about Todoist because I think Todoist is brilliant. Uh, inside my task manager, I have a question that comes up every three weeks. And it's simply, what do you love most about your business right now? And when I see it, the little deal that I have with myself is I don't record my answers and I don't you know, do all that stuff. I just kind of answer it and I move on. But I think to myself, what do I love the most right now? And it keeps me moving towards the part of my business that I really enjoy. So that's a good one to ask. So thinking about how you keep yourself on track, thinking about where are you spending too much money, thinking about are you charging enough, thinking about the joy and fulfillment that you take out of what you're doing. That might not stop you from failing in your business, but those are good stop sticks to ask yourself every once in a while. So that way you don't end up, as Greg said, you don't just end up in failure because he's helping $50 million companies that just end up in failure. One other side story Greg told me, and I thought this was hilarious. He was telling the story about helping one of his clients and the clients were being really stubborn. So he brought into the room three little plastic farm animals. They were cows. And he said, I want you to name these three plastic cows, your sacred cows. Which one is, you know, this one is, we have too many people. This one is, we have five locations. This one is, we spend a million dollars in advertising. One of them's got to go. Name your three cows and we're not leaving until we slay one of them, which is just a hilarious Hilarious trick. So brilliant stuff, Greg. It was great playing with you yesterday. Uh, and I just love that visual of slaying a sacred cow right there on the table. Okay, we got to talk about the next big thing. It is banana time, boys and girls. So the Savannah bananas are coming to town, which we've talked about. And the bananas are going to be something special because this world-famous team is coming to Milwaukee and we managed to get a block of tickets, but not just a block of tickets, we get to party with the team. So while they are still available, snap the QR code and grab your tickets before they are all gone because they are the hottest ticket in town. They're coming to Milwaukee in early September. We're going to party with them on September 7th. I'm bringing them up because we've set the dates for the Idea Slamathon. My son, David, came up with the idea of doing an idea slam on this show. And for every person that makes a donation, they get to come on the air. We do the idea slam for them live. We all get to participate. And we continue idea slamming until the donations stop. So we're working on that. The Susie Moon supercomputer is spinning up all of the digital stuff that we need. And we will do our idea slam on Wednesday, August 30th. Wednesday, August 30th, 9 a.m. is the kickoff of the idea slamathon. We're raising money for the Islands of Brilliance charity 
which is a beautiful charity helping neurodiverse and autistic children find confidence in life skills through their artwork and socialization. They're just a brilliant charity. They've helped our family personally, and I want to do something that we raise a great big amount of money for them. So the money from the Savannah Bananas event is going to go to the idea uh, Islands of Brilliance, and the money from the Idea Slamathon will go to the Islands of Brilliance. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, that sounds like fun, but I don't really have something I want to brainstorm. No problem. During the Idea Slamathon, we will swap out the QR codes on the screen so you can just give a free will donation to the Idea Sla- to the uh, Islands of Brilliance if you're willing to do so. So mark your calendars, Wednesday, August 30th. And what we're going to do as soon as the Susie Moon supercomputer has it all spun up, we will start sharing the link where you can reserve your time for August 30th so you can come on and support the charity. But the Bananas fundraiser itself is going to be just insane pants. So get your tickets before they are all gone because when they're gone, I will not be able to get any more. Last thing, reminder, we are now a podcast. Snap the QR code, and that way you can get our show daily delivered to you and your device. Okay, it's August. It's time to go make some money. It's time to go change your name to Subway Jones. It's time to go watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure again. Gosh darn it. Anyway, whatever you're going to do today, do it with a smile, and remember that we only get to do this once, so make it count. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. Thank you for tuning in to Small Business Mornings. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. See you next time.